0: Hey everybody and welcome back to Nerd to the Third, your stop for video games, movies, and nerd culture. Today we're bringing you the Power 3 with your host, Nick, Nate, and the ever-rotating third chair, (laughs) Daniel!
1: See, he's seducing you with his eyes right now. I wanted people to think that maybe the camera was frozen. I'm Daniel. Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right, Daniel, Are so real quick, me?
0: let everybody know, let everybody know where, the, where they can find you and, you know, everything.
1: I'm Daniel of Excitement Incorporated. You can find us on Facebook and all the social medias, including Instagram. You can see Rich's Lego breakdowns over there. But most importantly, you can find us on all podcast streaming services and on YouTube, where we record all of our shows live from the Den of Bricks. And on top of Excitement Inc., we do have another show called When Daniel Met Rich. That's a topical show that we do. Aside from the uh, nerdy conversations, and well, we oh, don't. Oh, really?
0: Do you need sunscreen for that podcast? Or
1: uh, was it? no, you need a condom.
0: Oh, geez. Because
1: I already Not feel far. pregnant right now.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: Not always, but my, most
0: of the time, everything's just coming over me. Oh, like my my <laughs> uh, my said. video like way <laughs> my video is like way <laughs> off. So I'm like, you can't see me. You can't see me. Anyways, I'm not used to my video yet, so I'm, like, looking at myself and be like, who's that handsome motherfucker?
1: I'm just continually looking at the camera just to give the effect.
0: Here I am. Here I am
2: again. (laughs) Welcome to 2019, everybody.
1: (laughs) New Year's sake shit. So, yeah, I'm excited. You can also find Rich. Rich is over there, too. It's It's a good time, and thank you very much for having me here, boys.
0: ThreadX Three Productions on YouTube or TX Three Productions on Twitter, so you can check us out there and make sure you can find out the uh, video portion of the podcast on every Friday, and you'll we'll have extra stuff on there. So like before we start the show, and sometimes a little bit after we we stop the show, so a little bonus thing there for our videos, uncut and, plus, and raw, and cut and raw, just like a like my sex.
2: <laughs> little too much information little too much there
0: <laughs> um so anyways uh that's pretty much it yes that's pretty much it so let's get started with our first segment of the day we have an incoming threat. So Incoming Threat is where we get to talk about everything that's going to be coming out in January. Movies, video games, and notable TV shows as well. So we're going to be talking about movies first. Let's get those added away. On January 4th, so it's already came out, and I've heard a lot of good things about it, Um, Escape Room. Escape Room. What do you guys think about that?
2: It's one of those that I i'm curious why nobody's made a movie about this yet just because escape rooms have become kind of a popular thing over the past like i'd probably say about five years but it kind of looks like a like a lot less gory saw like it looks like a millennial saw if that makes
1: sense
0: well i mean much more looks good yeah that's definitely one thing that a lot of people are pointing out, the fact that it is PG thirteen and they're clearly trying to not only go on to the fad, but then also just make it as marketable as possible.
1: I get Cabin in the Wood vibes from it. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the yep. Woods with the I could see of that. scenery and the way they move That'd around. be a nice
0: oh. surprise. Um, you know, I haven't heard that about it, but that would have been like a nice surprise. Um so I mean, like what would you say your hype level is for watching this?
2: Um, I mean, I, I might see it tonight. We're kind of in the air if we're gonna see this, or I think it's the Mule. It's that Clint Eastwood movie. So, yeah. um, Let's if, go if see we see Spider-Man it tonight, uh, oh, I already did, dude. It's so I'll see it again. It's yeah, so, see it again. Man, it's so good. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good.
1: I'm going to turn uh, on I, – I, I'm curious about Rotten Tomatoes uh, right now because it looks like everyone's pretty much 50-50 about it. I've had the opportunity uh, the opportunity, to see it. I've actually had the opportunity to see it twice the first time I at test screenings, just to clarify. I Spider-Man or Escape Room? Escape Room. And I – we just missed it the first time because we had actually seen Mortal Engines that Friday and then Aquaman that Monday with passes. And then um, we were just kind of burnt out on going to the theater over and over. And it was a thing where my wife did really want to see it. Um, And I I kind of saw it from afar and I was like, oh, look, it's – Mrs. Page from Daredevil. This might actually be interesting. And mm-hmm. then we just Oh so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot she was in that. She's in Damn. Daredevil. It was her. But you know, being that most people like it and I mean I I don't personally I can be a critic. I try not to be, and I don't always take what people say uh, for granted. There are some movies that I've watched without even uh, seeing trailers for, uh, including oh, yeah, right. the the Happy Time Murders and uh, the Spy Who Dumped Me. Most recently, and I loved them, and they were both fifty fifty percent, you know, um, ratings oh, yeah, right. on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the same with Escape Room. So that being said, and looking at the set pieces, I think I personally will be spending my money on going to see it.
0: Nice. Um, Then another one that came out was Replicas. This was, um, or I guess that was January 4th. Now we have January 11th will be Replicas. This is Keanu Reeves and spoilers, even though it's in the trailer, all his family dies. And so he replaces them with like Rubits and so then i guess they become self-aware and they're like wait a second Wow. something feels a bit oily and it's not just my husband's hair
2: <laughs> so my take on this is give me give me as much keanu reeves sci-fi as you can and yeah. I'm, I'm down for it i mean yeah. you know it's apart from the the last two matrix movies which everyone you know hates you know i i don't have a hate for them but anytime that i see an actor like keanu reeves in a sci-fi setting like this i'm like i want to see it
0: yeah yeah
2: and i mean it kind of gives me like a mix between surrogates and um the i think it's season two episode one or two of black mirror nice. vibes yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. I just want to see Keanu Reeves beat the absolute <laughs> out of his fake family. I don't know how this is gonna go, but Keanu Reeves, he just has to go it, all no, neo on them and she's like, things. you're not my basically, real dad. Basically, I just want to. I just want him to climb onto the SUV and I just want to just pop, 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 pop through the windshield, all of them. Nice. You know, I get, it, it's ironic that you're dying in a car again, but here we are, and this is what I get. <laughs> So <laughs>
0: nice. Yeah. That's for um, sure. Another one, uh mm, Upside with Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. Um I just saw honestly, a i ad don't for this. Oh yeah. Honestly, I don't like Kevin Hart that much because I just feel like he's he's the Melissa McCarthy of black guys. And I just <laughs> don't that. I don't get why he keeps getting movies and money is, is my point there. <laughs> um,
2: um, this to but this, this looks really this to good. Me looks, actually, I have to admit. Yeah. Th- everything about it looks, and I see what you're saying about that because there have, uh, there's been a lot of Kevin Hart movies that feel like they're kind of flooding the market. Yeah. Like, um, like what get hard was funny, but it's one of those that I maybe could have gone without seeing it. Like, you know, it's I'm not like you know yeah. Oh my god, I had to see that. Um but no, the, the upside, it every trailer I see for it looks fantastic. I love yeah. Brian Cranston. I I really like the back and forth that they're playing around with this. And like I think the last trailer I saw was the one when he was escorting him in the the supercar. And the cops had t- took him out of the, Kevin out of the car and you know, thought he was abducting him. He was like, I'm trying to get him to the hospital. He's having a seizure or he's having a stroke. And Brian Cranston's is like, Oh God. And the cop walks up. He's like, sir. And he just goes, <laughs> and, like starts convulsing. <laughs> and it was just a bet between them. He was like, I bet we can get him an escort. And it's just that that looks like they're going to play off each other very well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Brian Bryan Cranston is a national treasure, right? He is. And I he mean, that, much that's I'll almost, watch anything he's in.
0: Yeah, that's almost like one of the main reasons I want to see it. And then just to see Kevin Hart in kind of a more human role, because I always feel like even if he is a human in the story, I just always feel like he's just this exaggerated human, you know, and even like, you know, what's the cop one he was in? They made two ride along. You know, so even in like ride along, Mm -hmm. it's like there were some real good parts of it, but then there are just some parts it was just so over the top, just so out of there, you know. Which is another reason I compare him to Melissa McCarthy. Um, But yeah, you're absolutely right. He floods the market with just a bunch of movies, and it's like there are some good ones, there are some gems, but it's like it's like Hugh Jackman needs to do a Les Misérables before he can do a wolverine origins you know like not every movie can be of wolverine origins caliber he needs a lay misra he needs a logan to like redeem himself whereas like kevin hart it's yeah. like his logans and his lay misras come few and far between and he's just mm-hmm. he's completely okay with being
2: mediocre <laughs> i feel like jumanji I don't think would be a lame rob but I think it would be a kind of like halfway point because Jumanji a, yes. was, <laughs> a. Jumanji A was very I think underrated for a lot of people yeah. uh, uh into the Welcome to the Jungle for yeah Welcome Jungle. to the Jungle, but his he was being Kevin Hart in the movie, but anytime him and the Rock are on screen together, it's magic. Like it's just it's one of those. It's always oh, fun.
0: Oh, it's magic. You know, so Netflix is coming out with a movie called The Last Laugh. This is Chevy Chase and I can't Richard Richard Dreyfus. I want to say I don't know two really old guys. I'm just kidding. Laugh. <laughs> um, but actually two old guys do old guy things. <laughs> but it actually looks kind of cool because it's like his friends. Uh, he used to be an agent, and then he finds out that he used to be a comedian but he gave up on it because of life and stuff so he like gives him a second chance at being a comic and it looks kind of cool you know um it doesn't look horrible like some of the stuff we get on Netflix so i mean i that's pretty that's a good thing right
1: <laughs> i have no idea what this is
0: Nah, I haven't heard of it. Well, you'll have to check out a trailer for it. So,
1: yeah, so, so here's the
2: thing like, it's, it, I don't know anything about this either, but let's get Chevy Chase back, man. Let's get, yeah. let's have him doing some stuff. Yeah. He was great in Hot Tub Time Machine. That, that was, <laughs> I think, such a meta Chevy Chase role. And, you know, it, it's one of those things like, we've, Netflix is starting to become, we've, we've talked about Mountain like a bunch of different times, but, you know, you have Bird Box, of course, being such a hit right now. Oh, yeah, right. Um, so hopefully they'll just be continuously on the up climb, um, on the uptick. Uh, but you know, you have movies like my personal favorite that came to Netflix recently was "What Happened to Monday." That's one of my like favorite Netflix movies, just because was it was so, good. so so good, so good. Jake so Johnson has have just the had ability a movie. to do have great stuff. It?
0: Have you seen the Jake Johnson movie? I think you would like it. Not a new one. Um, uh,
2: what is it on Netflix? Yes,
0: uh, "Win It All." Or all yeah, win it all. Look it up on Netflix. It's got Jake, uh, Johnson, Jake Johnson signed me up. Uh it has who's like Jake Peralta's best bud? And he has the kid and he's always like super um, sexual with Charles. 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 It has the guy who plays Charles and Jake Johnson. And they're like brothers. They play really well off each other. Plus, even though there's there's some comedy in it. It's really nice to see Jake Johnson in a more kind of serious role. And then the same thing with the guy who plays Charles from Brooklyn nine, nine, see him in a more serious role and it fits really natural. And I, I really like when actors can do that, but yeah, check it out. I want to say it's Win it all, um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really good. Um, but back to, back to January, back to January, Um, probably the biggest of the month is going to be glass. It comes out on the 18th. What's your, what's your hype level? What's your hype level?
2: So, so hype, so hype. But here's the funny thing. I never saw unbreakable. So when I saw split, I hadn't seen unbreakable before and everyone was freaking. (laughs) It's the funny thing. I went to go see this at the movies and I knew there was a Shyamalan Shyamalan. because it was reported and we're sitting there watching it. And, I go, oh my god. And my wife goes, What? I'm like, they're connecting this to <laughs> the sixth cents. And my Cody goes, No, it's from Unbreakable. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. I haven't seen Unbreakable. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonder so, so, oh man. That's uh, but funny. so so here's I actually saw Unbreakable three months ago. Yeah. And okay. it's not that I didn't like it. But it was one of those that I feel like if I would have seen it when it came out, I would have liked it a lot more. Right. Because um, when it
0: gets hyped up to that, you know, umpteenth degree, it is right, kind of hard to live right. up to that.
2: But going into Glass and seeing trailers, seeing a lot of the trailers they've had that show clips from like Unbreakable to kind of give like a, I guess like a mindset shot. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what the context of it is in the movie, but I'm like, oh, I understand that. I get that. So right. it, it's making me a lot more like when this trailer came out cuz I loved split split was easily what was that 2017
0: yeah it was definitely one easily of easily one of my favorite movies of 2017
2: of I still think James McAvoy should have gotten an Oscar for that movie because that was fantastic. I that was fantastic.
1: I mean, he played multiple roles when you think about oh, yeah. it. His role in Split was multiple roles. He played 27 different people. And granted, we didn't see every single personality. Right, right. He did play 20. And, you know, the ones he did, he did it impeccably. We actually talked about this on Excitement Inc. as well because we're hyping over Glass don't as well. You, don't you plug and yourself. The cool thing that, that that's not what this is, is for. Rich <laughs> is, this is absolutely, uh, uh, okay, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just well, kidding. Well, my, name no, my name's I'm Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> my name's Daniel. No, me. but uh, we, were, we, were, uh, see, we were hyping it, too, and talking about it, and the cool thing is that uh, Cody hasn't seen it yet. Um, our Spidey man of Denver is what we call him, yeah. and he hadn't He's seen it yet. We lent it to dude. him. And I'd like to reference Spotlight. here that he still hasn't watched Unbreakable. Rich lent it to him months ago. This is unacceptable. It's on uh, Hulu. Still. Is we'll it really on through? Hulu now? Yep. I need okay. to That's where it. I watched it on. that. can have his damn DVD back. Um, <laughs> but that being said, we we were watching it and it was okay for me to hype. I don't. I watched it so long ago. I watched it right when it came out, and I was like, man, I must have been like nine, what ten? When did Unbreakable come out? Right. Yeah. Oh
2: 2003 I it was, think yeah so I was 12. And I think it,
0: another, it came out another layer of like these uh what made it so good is <clears throat> not knowing that it was like a superhero origin story. But like go, going into it and like knowing that that's what it is like I can see why that it makes it so much less.
2: Yeah for me it was It it was because it was very slow, like very, very slow is why I was kind of like, I was like, well, but the, but there are a lot of facets to it that I really enjoyed being that it wasn't just the fact that he was super strong. Like I love the scene whenever he's at the game and um, uh, Mr. Glass is talking to him and he was like, have you always been able to do that? Always been able to just like. You know, see, and then the fact that Mr. Glass went to go, and spoilers for a movie that came out in 2000, f*** me, right? He, when he's, like, going to chase after the guy to confirm what he said and then hurts himself, it was like, like, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that scene a lot. And then, you know, the ending of it, I thought, fell flat, but in the context of Split and Glass, I was like, okay, I can see that setting up,
1: you know? Right. Rich hooted and hollered, and he said he lost his when he watched Split because Unbreakable was one of his favorites. He does remember it very well because he wasn't a child when he watched it. Rich is almost twice my age. And he remembers shooting and, you know, he said it was crazy for him. I got spoiled by an online an online thing that said, this this is how it connects to this. And I was like, oh, I don't care. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of cool. And I hadn't seen Split yet. Um, but when it all came into context, I, I kind of thought, damn, this could really be a crazy thing. And then, of course, you know, class, the movie is announced that it's glass and everything's coming into play. And what a coup de gras! from M. Night Shyamalan. To I think together. the
2: context of the movie, too, is very interesting. The fact that they're all in an insane, insane right. asylum because they believe they're superheroes when they actually are. Right, right.
0: Yeah. Have that, you guys seen the theory
1: as well? What? Sorry. Have you guys seen the fan theory that he actually bumps into Kevin, young Kevin, um, at the game? That young boy in the red sweater who gets beat in Unbreakable. Oh. I'm going to have to check that out. It's thought... It's thought, and let's be honest, M, M. Night Shyamalan will do things like this right. where, uh, no, there's actually a fan theory that he bumps into a kid and uh, some people with personality disorders can end up having those personalities come out if they are abused. And when he bumps into the lady who does hit her kid, it's thought to be that maybe that that kid is Kevin. Wow. That'd Ooh, be cool. Right? That's interesting. That'd be really cool. Right?
2: Yeah. That kind of reminds me of the Spider-Man theory uh, that... Tom Holland, that Peter Parker was the kid. And I, that was actually confirmed that in Iron Man two, the kid that's wearing the Iron Man helmet, that, per, that thinks that he shoots the thing that that was actually Peter Parker. So that, that sounds very similar to that. Yeah, I guess so. And huh? um, I did it first.
0: <laughs> right. Hashtag first. Um, and then uh, the last two coming out on January 25th is Serenity with Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey. And, and the kid who would be king. I would
1: prefer Serenity too, but whatever. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, but and then the this uh, is, are we just trying to squash it from existence now? Like, come on. And Disney will revamp right, it. Right, and then the kid who would be king, which is pretty much the,
0: the kid who would be king, is the most confusing one because with them doing live actions of all their properties, pretty much. And then here is Disney. It's not like it's not like Netflix when they did Mowgli. This is Disney, and they're doing the Kid Who Would Be King instead of the live action version of the Sword in the Stone. Even though it is Sword in the Stone, but now it's modernized. It's so confusing because it's like we're getting Aladdin, we're getting the Lion King, we've gotten Beauty and the Beast, we've gotten Cinderella, and yeah, it's just such a weird thing that we're getting the Sword in the Stone, but it's not the re. It's hashtag not my sword in the stone so like it's just confusing <laughs> so,
2: so so the kid who would be king whenever I saw the trailer and my wife actually had a, a good comment about it that I'm going to steal if I was 12 again this movie would right? be like I Would be mm-hmm. all in because this reminds me so much of Percy Jackson. Good point. Because yeah, I remember definitely. being I was, I don't think I was 12, I don't remember when Percy Jackson came out, but I, I remember being young and seeing that. And I'm like, oh, this was great. And then I especially remember the scene, uh, when they were at the camp and uh, old dude was playing Modern Warfare 2, and I lost my sh- and I was like, oh, this is so cool. But I, yeah, I saw the trailer for this and I was like, huh. Like it gives me massive Percy Jackson vibes, but it also looks very quality as well. Like it 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 actually looks like it could be a fun flick.
1: It's a good thing they're hopping on it because Disney is actively working on their live action adaptation of the Sword and the Stone. <laughs> that's uh, earlier. What what was it? A damn damn near a year ago. Because obviously they're remaking everything, right? With right. Dumbo, Jungle Book. Oh, Dumbo! That was the other they, one.
0: Mhm mhm mhm
1: and it's coming out and they were talking I guess there's a script that already exists that was reported a year ago and obviously these scripts get written far ahead sometimes of when they actually even begin filming Um, And then they were talking about locking in a director, but uh, I don't think anything got confirmed past the rumors, Mm -hmm. and that was the last I heard of it. It was damn near a year ago. So it's funny that they're doing that ahead of time, and it's probably smart of them to have the kid who would be king because of uh, Mowgli on Netflix via – The Jungle Book by Disney, um, man, a little oversaturation in my opinion.
2: Yeah, so I don't the 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 story that plays out in the trailer for the kid who would be king is very much like it shows. Oh, hey, you know, I'm this thing. I met Merlin, and then like him going to talk to his friends, be like, hey, look, you guys bully me, but we have to save the world. Like all of us have to basically become a night school at school and like train. So (laughs) I wonder he
1: makes friends with his bullies. Yeah, see, I I wonder. I just fantasized taking a sword to school and beating up my bully. Sorry, go ahead.
2: Well, so I wonder what what the timeline of that is because I wonder if there's a, a portion of the movie where everyone's like, "You're just crazy. Like you think you're King Arthur?" Like, what? And then like something happens. Wrong, so, right. I think I think that could be a more adult version of of <laughs> of that happening, kind of like the um um Thor storyline in the Ultimate Comics where um Thor in the comics, he's like, he's, you know, Thor, but to everyone else, he's like, he's just this drunk homeless person who thinks he's the thinks he's <laughs> a God, but he actually is. So I think maybe and I haven't seen the movie, so maybe I'll end up liking it. But I think I personally would like that, like a longer a longevity in the movie of this kid's crazy. He thinks he's King mm-hmm. Arthur. Like, why would we follow you? But I don't know. We'll see. It looks fun. It's not one of those that I'm going to... I mean, 2019 is going to be the year of movies for me because I'm going to see... I feel like I'm going to see more movies and play games this year. But this is one of those that I'm like, I'll see it, but
0: it's not one of my top picks. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely either a rent it or I'll go on like a dollar Tuesday because we have a cheap theater that does like a dollar Mm -hmm. Tuesday. Um, And even then, like, I don't even know if my daughter would enjoy it because it's like, there are kids in it, but i don't know she's like she's just outside the demographic where i just don't know if she would actually enjoy it so it's a little weird um so moving on to, i'm really
1: excited i'm sorry before go ahead move yeah. on, i'm really excited for the alternate ending of that movie on the dvd inevitably when they give him a riddle and tell him to calm down and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the extended cut the, the zach snyder cut right it's true <laughs>
0: Uh, so moving on to the uh, video games uh, we have coming out on the eleventh we have Tales of thessaria and Mario luigi bowser 's inside story is
2: that a three d s game
0: it is a three d s game okay. in fact like i can 't remember what direct it was, but there was a direct where it 's like, oh, that looks like a really cool game three d s damn it. Oh, that yeah. looks like a neat game. 3DS. Damn it. <laughs>
1: yep. No, same thing. I mean, Luigi's Mansion should be on Switch as well. You know, right. I mean, they need to bring us Luigi's Mansion. What is it? Dark Moon was a sequel. Give us that, please. Right. Please.
0: Yeah.
1: And Tales of Seria, I,
0: I don't personally, I've never played a Tales game, but I know it has a huge following. So it's like, you know, good for them. Um, Then we got Onimusha HD and The Walking Dead, the final season, episode three. Onimusha, I thought they were doing the trilogy, but apparently they're just redoing the first one in HD, which is kind of like when you have Spyro and you have Wipeout and you have um, Crash Bandicoot and they all did their trilogies and here you are, you're like, here, have one. I'm like, f*** you. (laughs) How dare they? Well, I was so I'm right
2: guy. that you just were both <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so speechless. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm not on a guy, so this is. Uh, there's a lot of games that the only one that I'm kind of whatever about is the one that's at the end of this list. But all the ones that are on here so far, I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm not gonna. I've got. I've got games I didn't play in 2018, like Red Dead yeah. and other stuff like that that I got to get through. So I am so interested
0: <laughs> about The Walking Dead. Um, just because now they're going over to Skybound, from the sounds of it. It like, they're really just helping them put it out. So I don't think there's going to be that much different, but I'm still kind of interested to see exactly what happens. Are people going to suddenly give a shit now, or is it just going to be just like before, but now it's under a different, you know, flag basically.
1: You know, I will. I'll care, personally. Oh, I mean, it, I care about the story um, yeah. more more than anything Clementine. because it, it, here's the deal. Her. Yeah, pretty much. Um, except not at all. I was an adult when it came out. But <laughs> you were an adult. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's it's about kind of the, the story coming to completion. I did buy season three. I didn't touch a lot of them for a while. A big thing for me is with all the Telltale games is here's the deal. Those guys going under and the engine. Come on guys. Like uh, that game oh, yeah, engine yeah. did not improve once over all the years. Losing, you know, it's all about the story and doing things. So, um I'm glad that they get to finish the story that they wanted to tell because they were planning on a final se- season no matter what and the fact that it's going to start with what was so important. What was the game of the year for so many people when it did originally come out for the sake of the fact mm-hmm. that you weren't getting story like that anywhere else uh is really important. So, for that reason, and for out of respect, let them finish telling their, their story. I'm really glad that uh, Skybound picked it up. I'm really glad that Definitely. they're going to get to finish telling their story. But do not continue unless you're going to make a new game engine. I hope that, uh, you know, for the sake of c- finishing the story for the artists who want to tell it and the, the writers who want to yeah. tell it, they should finish it. Stop. Unless you're going to get a new engine and Skybound basically is the new Telltale, stop. Well, see, I agree, and I think
2: that, and I could be totally interjecting something that's not there, but Skybound them picking it back up and and getting do you, do do you know if they've officially hired like like ex Telltale people to officially, Skybound yeah. or are they just housing they have them? their own?
1: And this was actually mentioned in the kind of funny <clears throat> game showcase where they had yeah, read a the, book the crew uh, it's it's. Not a book either, but (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, read a book. (laughs) What book is it? What book is it? I'm going to the library. I'm going to come back. No, they actually have a crew that's uh, called – I think it was Still Not Bitten. Is, oh is yeah, the crew. that's right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. they put that together, and they—it's a small team of Telltale specifically to finish it. And then I—I I assume that they would make some kind of business decisions as Skybound to see what they want to do after that. Now, really quick, just out of curiosity, was Wolf the Wolf Among Us? Does anyone know if that was a Skybound comic first? No. Uh, no, okay. it was not. I did not <coughs> it mean was not. hijack from you. I'm. I apologize. <laughs>
2: don't ever do it. no you're fine no you're fine but but what i'm but what i'm what i was gonna get at is is uh if skybound like you said is gonna become the new telltale let's say they do make a new mm-hmm. engine what if their first project what if their first game that they come out with is gonna be a telltale style game of invincible oh yes please shut that up and take be... my money <laughs> Incredible! That would be <laughs> incredible. I hope that's what they do because, and and that's what I like about Skybound is, uh, and Robert Kirkman's stories is, it's not just The Walking Dead, dude. Like they make so many good stories, and if they are going to pick up and basically become the new Telltale, they have, and and I think this will save them from the faults of Telltale is they already have a wealth of internal stories that they could tell and make a production of mm-hmm. rather than telltale being like let's license out to batman let's license out to jurassic park to, to back to the future and so i hope that happens like there's not any rumblings of it at least as far as i've heard but that would be great
1: i think that'd be is that it. would they make a game i mean that would be super top notch uh i don't know if they'll do that while seth rogan and evan goldberg are producing the movie Right now, but mm-hmm. but it would be That's fun for point. them to take the assets because my my first guess is that they would take they would take the assets of whatever they were working on. The Wolf Among Us Two was already said to be in development. Um, mm-hmm. I would see them definitely doing that.
2: Or they could, make a, they could make the Fear of the Walking Dead into a Telltale-style game and just shelve yeah, the show. That would, okay, yeah, save us some time, please, for the <laughs> love of God. Oh, my gosh. Just do even, that and I shelve the off show. I a
1: long time ago for the show, personally. But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is oh, this are you guys ready? Yikes? What <laughs> is this on the document? No, it's called YGK, actually.
1: Oh, but it's a Roman uh, numeral. Oh, yeah. What Read a hell? book <laughs> or watch a YouTube <laughs> so, video. Y2K uh
0: so on January 17th we got Y2K a postmodern RPG and also Hell Wanderers uh Y2K postmodern RPG. That actually looks pretty cool because
2: it looks really interesting. You
0: know, I mean, I first saw it at the I want to say it was the kind of funny whatever cast thingy jiggy, right? <laughs> Uh the showcase, yeah, showcase. On the showcase yeah 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 that thing um, so that's the first place oh. I saw, it and then I kind of looked at it again, and it totally yeah, I mean, was it, on the
1: showcase, yeah, yeah, it was,
0: um, but yeah, I mean, it looks really cool as far as the mechanics because like one thing I like about I keep saying like, but this time it was actually in context, but what I liked about <laughs> costume quest and Costume Quest 2 was that instead of just pressing X and then waiting for it to attack and then pressing X and wait, like I liked the fact that you pressed attack and then if you timed it just right, you got like a boost in your damage. And then the same thing with block, you got a boost in your block if you timed it just right. And they're having a similar thing here, but now it's like each each character has their own little quirk. Like one is a writer. And so you have to maybe write, I don't know. And then there's like one is a DJ. And so you have to hit it on the record. You have to scratch it or something just at the right spot. And so it's, it's really cool. It's taking these really interesting mechanics and, and implementing them. And then the fact that it's, Set in kind of the millennial age rather than, you know, future sci-fi or fantasy or something. It's like a modern day thing. It
2: It's kind of cool. If I was more of an adventure style game player, I think I'd really love this. But like artistic style, stylistic wise, it looks fantastic. It, it looks really very, does. very cool. Mm hmm but uh it's 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 one of those it's a game again that i'm probably not going to play i mean if it becomes like a plus game maybe um but it's one of those that i've i kind of got other things on my doctor play but it looks very like it again mm, it looks cool that's that's gonna be my blanket statement it looks cool uh and it looks like a very interesting it does
1: i'm looking at it right now the video and the comments on it um that you linked here for us to take a peek at. I I did remember it as soon as you put it up here, but the number one comment on here <laughs> says, hipster culture has become indistinguishable from parody. <laughs> That's <is> what <laughs> this game looks like, and it's spot on. Idiocracy. And then uh, when it comes up with the, the uh, Y2K, a postmodern RPG, and it says it's releasing summer 1999, if they're going to get into the theme of it, I could definitely see myself playing this on Switch. Uh, except that the only mm. listed net, uh consoles are PS4, PS Vita and Wii U.
2: I would play it yeah. on Switch. Yeah. If it's on that's that's a weird. That it must have been in development for Wii U and they didn't have it ready. Um, but one would assume that
1: it wouldn't ready be for that Switch. Type of port over thinkingly, but
2: yeah, cuz every all the other ones are ported. There is yeah.
1: a horror element uh, I'm not a game developer. this uh uh to the end of the trailer as well. Yeah, that was weird. That was really weird. So if it's scary, I would get I'd get into that too, you know. Yeah. Spook me. Chill me. Yeah.
0: Either way, my my hype level is um kind of the same as yours, Nate, in the fact that I think I might I might buy this on a sale, but I don't think I'm gonna get it day one. Um Uh January eighteenth, we're gonna have No More Heroes. Um that one should be kinda neat because they at least have like co op and Seeing what they do with that should be kind of interesting. And then Ace Combat 7.
2: So is, uh, I, I'll look it up. Is Ace Combat
0: 7 VR?
2: I want to say it's the it seventh
0: is. in the series of games. And you combat cards.
1: You're such a fucking <laughs> asshole. It's time to do do, 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 do <laughs> Yes, do 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 do. it is.
2: Yeah, it is time to do do, do. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be Boys. VR. That may be a cool pickup. Um, Cody. <laughs>
1: Cody. plays Yu-Gi-Oh! still. He plays Yu-Gi-Oh! actively. It's a problem. It's sorry, he hasn't.
2: <laughs> no, these this this if it if I'm probably not gonna buy this retail, but um for an experience mm-hmm. uh if it goes on sale, this may be a pickup because um I really enjoyed the Battlefront um VR component when I tried it out and this looks like it's a lot more detailed. It actually looks a lot better than the Battlefront 1 too.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, even just the fact that it's going to be an actual full game, I'm assuming, you know, that's going to be on its side. Um, Mm -hmm. But a game I am going to buy on day one is on January 25th, we're getting Resident Evil 2 Remake. Resident
1: Evil 2 remake <laughs> All three of us are playing this it looks like Yeah Possibly really? possibly You don't you don't want to jump area? on this Oh it's not you didn't put it down What the <laughs> f***, Nate <Nick? laughs> Really? <sighs> what well, it, it
2: looks it, it looks, looks cool Um I've never been a big I'm resident an <laughs> I've never I've never been a big animal. Yeah, I feel like a millennial f right now in a f- <laughs> flannel. Anyway, no, um, no, it 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 definitely looks it, it looks cool. But here's the thing: I didn't grow up playing Resident Evil. Uh, like, I, that's just a, a game genre that I didn't play. The first one I actually put my hands on was four on someone's GameCube okay. years ago, and then the one that I actually played with a friend was five. And I was like, "Oh, this is fun." Um, now I went to go back and play the first Resident Evil remake. And I'm really legit. Well, first off, when I played it, I played it the way you're not supposed to. I played it like a zombie game. I played it a day and died immediately. <laughs> and and so, like, I guess just be, the, the that one seemed very dated, even though it was remade. And so it kind of didn't really get its hooks in me. Um, but the the uh, trailer that came out uh, that had, I, I think it was I'm, uh, Resident Evil fans, bear with me. Um, the one in the hallway. Hi, was that a trailer for two?
1: What was, I didn't hear the question. What? I got distracted.
2: The 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 cinematic trailer that was them in the hallway, like being complete badasses. Was that a trailer that for was two? Probably or was that for a movie.
1: I've been staying away from the Resident Evil two trailers myself, uh, for the same reason that I stayed away from trailers for movies. Just because you know it ruins some of the better aspects of these shows. If you go on and you are uh, uh, watching the aspects of it, so for that reason, I have not seen even a second of resident evil two gameplay for really? that reason. I'm willing, oh. to bet. I'm willing to bet because I want to go on fresh. I want to experience it like completely no, fresh. I, numbing, I understand
0: like, that. I like, but oh my God, I what saw I have pictures. Seen, I've tried to see me. minimal. I haven't seen zero like you, but I've tried to see minimal. But what I have sure. seen is just like, I've seen like little docuseries, like, you know, like seven ways that it's going to be different. And so I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. And so they're really, from what I've seen, they're really keeping the spirit of the game alive as far as, you know, when you go into the police station, things are going to look familiar, but they're not going to be so familiar that you can find everything in two seconds and beat the game and, you know an hour or something like that. But then it's right. the And same- the
1: dimensions of that room aren't going to be the same either. Yeah, obviously. As opposed to walking around in the third-person camera. And where Nate was going with this, I think, is that, you know, and where I totally understand where he's coming from with the original Resident Evil, such a survival. It was called survival horror. Right. And while Resident Evil 4 will have elements of that, Resident Evil 5 took off with it. Now, keep in mind, I felt like Resident Evil 5 still felt like a Resident Evil game. Resident Evil 6, felt like they could slap a new name on it and people would think it was a random zombie game because it was so unlike yep. any kind of Resident Evil and was obviously a show. We all know that. Yeah. But um, I yep. don't blame you because I haven't been able to make it through no matter how many times I start Resident Evil. And keep in mind, I've beat Resident Evil for dozens of times. I've bought it on so many consoles for yep. the last three generations. Yep. 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 I cannot beat Resident Evil Remake because I do not have the patience for it to survive. Now, gameplay wise, Resident Evil 2, I'm watching oh. the gameplay of it
2: right now. It, it, it does look re- Like, th- I'm more likely to play this than to finish Resident yes. Evil 1 remake. Yes.
1: Yes. Definitely. For it, sure. It it's definitely, definitely hard because it's a, just a different
0: time. I mean, even when they remade it on the GameCube, they really just gave it a pretty overhaul like you did with Crash and Sane Trilogy and the Reignited Trilogy. They really just made it look pretty. And then obviously the HD that we got on the playstation 4 they didn't do anything there so you still have the tank controls you still have the fixed cameras you still you know like- no
1: they changed it they did update that quite a bit actually they added uh quick controls to it to move around better True. they put it in a wide spec wide uh wide screen But if you ratio. don't play it, it in tank play controls it more, then you're but- not
0: really <laughs> playing the game because every time you play it any other way as soon as it would change camera angles you'd have to like readjust your your the way you're pushing
1: because it's like wait i'm not going that way mm-hmm. they made it so you didn't have to do that the the issue was like when you would come around a corner and you're holding a direction on your d-pad right that you would suddenly change directions and you could just hold it down and continue they made it so that when you did turn that corner you could just hold it down and you wouldn't suddenly stop and start going a different direction because True. the controls would orient to how you were looking at it they made it so it stayed the same no matter sure. what, which is like they try to do these things to help it age, and it's like guys at the end of the day, these were some sh- ass controls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And
0: then there's this like I think there's this indie game that's coming out, something about Disney. I don't know. I don't think anybody really even cares about it, but yeah, that's everything that's coming out.
2: You're Tell like shitting, You're like shitting what on like a lot of people's past fif- ten to fifteen <laughs> right? years and right I'm now. Like you are you are being very hey! disrespectful right now. I didn't ask your fucking
0: opinion. That's not what you're on this show Indeed. for.
2: Okay. So he, so here's the deal. If, if for everyone that's watching or listening, Nick is talking about Kingdom Hearts three and being a <laughs> fucking asshole about it.
0: So it's by this Indian people. Very not a t- lot of people are even working on it. I mean it's like three I'm people f- maybe strangle you through the monitor. That's why they call it Kingdom Hearts so three the there's only three people who have the heart to play it and understand it.
2: <laughs> well, as long as it came out, it probably was only three people developing it anyway, <laughs> no. Um so here my take on Kingdom Hearts 3 is is I'm not as much of a diehard player as a lot of other people um my my last one that I played from start to finish was of course 2 when it came out Years ago, um, I I was going to pick up the collection again, like earlier in the year, to get hyped for Kingdom Hearts three. But I was worried that it was going to be so much of an investment that I was going to get burned out and not enjoy Kingdom Hearts three when it came out. Um, so I I've, I've never played Chain of Memories. I haven't really. I've never played any of the other ones that people tell you to play. Um, I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but so Kingdom Hearts three is so close, and it's something that I have waited for for a long time, like most other people, but at the same time, I don't feel my hype is is for it right now for whatever reason.
1: You, It's I okay, we're fighting on the Google Doc over <laughs> what we're calling Kingdom Hearts right now. Now, uh, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts 3, okay, so Chain of Memories you can totally skip. I've had my bros coming to me as they're going through their replays as well. I just beat Birth by Sleep for the first time on the 1.5, 2.5 collection for PS4. I've moved on to 2.8 which is, I don't know if you guys can maths really well, but there's only two games there. These... the, it's out of hand. This this it's whole that whole hand. name thing just drives me fucking insane. insane.
2: One point five, two point five, final mix, remix, uh, half pretty second. Much, pretty Again, much, it's now, the third uh, one. I think the
1: essential plays are one, if you can uh, stand it; if not, at least get through the end of the game right. cutscenes. Right. Two, which was, I mean, what a game! Like number two, just the way mm, the way it moves cool. forward. And yeah, I see the way you're doing. And it's so funny because my b f f f f f f Joe is doing these actively. And friend of Excitement Inc. And he just got to two for the. First time he hasn't done it yet he doesn't know the Thousand Heartless Battle is coming he's playing his cloud on smash right now he's beaten Final Fantasy 7 so the Thousand Heartless Battle in the middle of that game which light spoilers has a oh man talk about it's in my top 10 moments of gaming purely because of the fact that you get a team up and a tag team battle with each of these characters uh, uh, in a, a literal war zone which something yeah it's kind of silly that you would have a game that's like oh this is gonna be half Disney and all these like you know silly characters but when they come together and you've got a major death in the trio a death because he was fine at the end gets hit with rock knocked out and yeah. Mickey and Donald get pissed <laughs> now I've revealed it but the fact that you can hypothetically kill off a character even if it's just as a moment thing to 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 incite characters like that I think it's superior storytelling but in a place that is so convoluted and poorly told <laughs> Uh, it's I it's like one two. Yeah. Birth by Sleep is all you need. I'm playing Dream Drop Distance right now in the 2.8 remake. So bad, <laughs> so bad, guys. If I wanted to pet a, a, a pet, I would go to my real dogs. We do not need a, another Nintendo dogs inside of Kingdom Hearts, guys. Thank you. And it does do that. Nick, does what? I know, he's lost I can tell. It's so funny. Cody will come on the show and talk about Destiny. Rich does the exact same thing. I'm excited <laughs> for you. It's not that I know.
0: don't care. It's that I care so little <laughs> that my brain cells just slowly... <laughs> he doesn't care at all. ...and wither away. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, the the I hype have... behind... The hype behind Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts 3 is so palpable most of the time like there's always you like if you haven't played kingdom hearts you know somebody who has and that one person who has is uh-huh. usually the balls to the wall big M- mfg you know like fan because fans of the game are fans of the game like i don't know like i feel like if you like the game if you played the game you're a fan for life there are very few people who are, eh, I don't like it. It's too, it's too hard. It's confusing. Well, I mean, there's plenty of people who say it's confusing, but even, even the people who think that it's convoluted as fuck, they still enjoy the hell out of it. And that's something to be commended. Even if it's not really something I think I might personally play ever, it's still just, it's, I can appreciate its legacy and just how, like, like furious or i mean not furious how just uh really really awesome people think it is <laughs> there was a word that escaped me <laughs>
2: yeah whenever i whatever i played to um back in the day like i didn't play a final fantasy game prior to that that was got another game series that i was just not interested in growing up um but I remember playing Kingdom Hearts two, and I still have very vivid memories of of that of that game, and just seeing things like. I don't know if I like that they're still bringing back the Hercules world for Kingdom Hearts three, just because it's like I feel like that's that's is it. If correct me if I'm wrong, that they still keep going back to that. Like that's always is it because it has the arena in the yes. series. Yeah, I think it so. Was the thing? I think so. The
1: coolest thing about the way I think this will be the first world, and that's going to be their best way to kind of connect it to the rest, is that he's going to go back and he's going to finish the story because there is the arena parts. Down. But when you look at the 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 content, he's fighting Titan Swords running up the walls at the Rock Titan. I think this is the way with closing it. They're going to finish Olympus Coliseum essentially by fighting the Titan oh, Titans. So
2: okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the worlds that I've seen in three like. Like the Toy Story Toy Story is one of my Definitely. all-time favorite Pixar movies like period. I mean, well, Incredibles I have whole like really, really up there, but Toy Story for sure is at the very top. And so at, at E3, when we saw the gameplay of that, I'm like, this looks fucking incredible. And then it, and then as far as tech wise seeing the pirates world, yeah, or at least right. seeing Jack yeah. Sparrow, I was like Oh my God, there's a reason this game probably (laughs) has been waiting to come out for 10 or 15 years. Like it definitely, I don't think there's going to be a comparison between it and Last Guardian because I know they both have similar tells as far as development wise. So this, like I'm excited for it. Will I pick it up at launch? It just depends. It depends on where I am or if I'm excited enough to buy it at at launch. But it's one that I definitely want to play. I'm going to have to watch one of those damn Mm -hmm. like 30 minute videos about the story, yeah, yeah, just to yeah, build yeah. up
1: to, to it. Ready for it? No, that's true. Because I'm
2: like lost. Like I was a kid whenever I played two, and so I'm like, I def- like story wise, I'm like, I remember, you know, you didn't play a Sora at first, and then, you know, and then mm-hmm. I remember the worlds. But that's yep, about it. One hundred
1: percent. I have both Resident Evil two and Kingdom Hearts three pre ordered, and I took the week off from my uh, day job to play both of those games and cover them.
0: Hell, not everybody can do that. So <laughs> that's quite all right. Um, god I wish I could especially for Resident Evil that that would be the main one I'd want to do it for Um, but yeah that's that's all we have for video games coming out in January Um, then TV I really only had two that I wanted to highlight Friends from College Season 2 comes out on the 11th and then The Punisher (laughs) The Punisher comes out on uh, January 18th now something real quick that we can talk about because there was a little bit of there was a little bit of controversy behind the Punisher season two What do you guys think about the fact that we have a alt-right i want to say Christian you know as the um antagonist of the season what did
1: you <sighs> here we go hello Buckle up. Oh, I found the article. There it oh, is. Okay. Can you hear me?
0: Sorry. You guys were both quiet yes. for a really long time, so I was just like, are you – Oh,
1: yeah. I, did... Maybe I should just freak answer. you out. For those of you not watching the video, this is how I'm going to freak out, uh, Nick. <laughs> this is my life. This is just me talking, and no one can hear me. I was mouthing things. Wow. Look at this. No, I didn't even know that this was an alt right Christian fundamentalist. Um and I did watch season 1 is it is it the bad guy that's that's uh still No, no no is no. no, no. Yeah, Are you talking about
0: the other one was corporation Yeah, 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 no, know, it's not going to be the um, same CIA, you know, dirty cops or whatever, so.
2: Yeah. So <sighs> I trust the writers for the show. I trust that it's not going to be. If, do you guys remember when Battlefield Hardline came out and everyone was making a really, really, or not everyone, but like conservatives were making a really big deal about there was one mission where as, as a police officer, you went into this, like, I don't. I think it, it wasn't coined at the time, but it was now. If you look back at, at an alt right like mm-hmm. group meeting, a violent group meeting, and you went into the bunker and there was a giant Gadsden flag on the wall, and everyone was like, or the all you know conservatives were like, you know that's you're you're showing offense to the Gadsden flag. That's not what it's about. Um, I don't think that the Punisher stuff right. is going to be the same thing as that. That seemed very ham-fisted to me. You know, and it could have just been like a, like an art, like a style choice of, you know, let's put up the Gatson flag. But I i think that the whole alt right conversation is very topical. Um, the problem with it, of course, is that the lines are very blurred right. on what is and what isn't, you know, because you have a lot of people wanting to, you know, label people like Ben Shapiro's a big one. He's like, oh, he's alt right. And Colin Moriarty, too. Everyone's like, he's alt right. And it's like, you kind of define what exactly it is. Like there may be a capacity of of mm. of them in that aspect, but the, from my understanding of, for what I think of alt right is, um, like the where was it at the march that happened last year, twenty seventeen, the white the oh not white supremacist, but not white supremacist meeting me. with tiki torches and shit. that's what I consider. And then like you know yeah that yeah, kind definitely. of. Shit. So, you know, and and I don't know if this will be any different because, you know, the whole thing with Westboro Baptist Church in the media, there's been a lot of stuff like that. Like there was an episode of the show called 911, if any of, of you watch it, where they were called to this funeral um because there were these Westboro Baptist Church people, you know, like doing the whole, like, you know, you you know, you went to war, you you like Satan, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of thing. And uh and so I think it's topical, so you know, and I think the Punisher can do very interesting things with it. I'm not worried about it in the slightest. Like I don't, I don't get my panties up in a wad over things very much, and when I do, I feel like I'm very, yeah, I have a reason to be. Sure, so. you know,
1: alt right is a very poor definition, um, very poorly defined in terms mm-hmm. of the way of yep. who is in, inside of, of what him. it is. And, you know, obviously, Colin Moriarty's character was assassinated for his for his. Uh, relation to that idea and uh, the unfortunate fact that white supremacists have latched onto it that they identify with it right. because of of the similarities but unfortunately there are shades of gray where um there are and I again Netflix is is essentially in the same league as Disney now right in terms of their power and the way they have uh ways to make decisions even though they might be canceling Marvel shows um and whatever that that is listed as, they make smart decisions, and I definitely- b- believe between a a company that fired James Gunn for something he said over a decade ago. Um, and Netflix having to have these decisions and going, what can we do, what can we get away with, and what's appropriate, is that I think when it comes to the Punisher, they will define um, that whatever this, if they say alt-right mm-hmm. out loud in the show, if they say white supremacist out loud in the show, um, that they will define it. They will give it a very specific mm-hmm. definition. They will make it 100% clear um, that this person is a piece of shit. <laughs> <of laughs> and John Berenthal... As the Punisher is gonna beat the f***ing shit out of this guy. If he did what he did to Jigsaw on the carousel at the end of the season, oh man, I can only imagine mm-hmm. what he's gonna do this. And
2: that's now. why I say. I, that's why I say I tr- I trust yeah. the show because I can very much see them using uh, John Bernthal's Punisher as a conduit um, of him being like. Because, of course, The is very extreme. Very extreme in, the, in his practices and what he does and what is considered his heroism. So I can very much see Netflix or see, you know, in the series, them being, like, someone who is very extreme, seeing this other person being like, no, you are a fucking piece of s***. And, like, bringing him down mm-hmm. for what terror he's trying to ensue. So I feel like in the show, that's what they'll do is use John Bernthal's character as, as the, like, voice for the people who are watching it to be like, no, what are you, like... You know, and not not obviously like literally be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I imagine him, like you said, beating the shit out of him. But that, whenever I say I, when I say I trust them, that that's what I mean is I think they're going to do. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, look at this ham fist, this the ham fisted. Look at this alt right white supremacist. Like I don't think they're going to be ham fisted about it. At I mean, all. that's what you can hope. Um, you can
0: hope that they make clear yeah. definitions. But I mean, when. What was it recently? Something um oh right, uh Netflix had the description of Infinity War and they described Thanos as a sociopath and people freak the hell out. Now I'm not saying that I agree with the people who freaked out, but I'm just saying that opening it opening it up to to that sort of audience where they're willing to freak out over something as small as calling Thanos a sociopath. I mean now here you have something that's very politically maybe not motivated but charged. Thank charged. you. That's a good good way to put it. Very politically charged and like they just better have a good reason for it. They better explain everything in the most and I mean I just don't I don't know how you I don't know how you go through this and still keep your, you know, middle of the road, but leaning to the right people, you know, because those people who still believe in, you know, Republican views, but maybe they're just not as extreme as those people, but you still cast those people in a certain light, but obviously the, the main villain will be cast in an even darker light or whatever. But you're still opening yourself up to that. And it's just like, why? I mean, if it's going to follow all the other Netflix originals and get canceled anyways, why do you have to feel like you have to go out in this bang? Why does it have to be this message? You know, all the people who, you know, got beaten up at Charlottesville. That's the one, Charlottesville. Um, all the people who got yep. beat yep. up yep. at there Charlottesville. You. Like this, this story is for them. You know, the girl who died there, this story is for her, you know, and it's but why it's like you're there's a good chance you're already going to get canceled anyways. It's like, why does it have to be like, I felt like the CIA was a good um, enemy because it's like, that's a pretty that's a pretty new. I mean, I don't want to say neutral.
2: That's pretty textbook. That's right, pretty textbook exactly, Punisher yeah. story. Of the this guy who who fought for this government and gave his and was willing to give his life for the country that he yeah, loved his government turned that on is him. I mean, that is that's Frank like textbook right there that,
0: and so then taking it to a place where it's like now he's going up
2: against this right
0: wing nationalist it just to me it's how do you not make it hypocritical because here we have this guy who uses guns and carries out his own justice going up against somebody who might sort of do the same thing, but now it's like, I believe in the Lord and the Lord doth tell me that you will die. You know, it just, it, how do you, how do you make that and not make it super hypocritical for Frank Castle to be the one ensuing this justice?
1: I don't know. Well, it's the shades of gray, right? You know, because the only people that are, that are going, now I understand what your statement is that, uh how do we do this without giving a, a platform for these gun control folks to not go nuts on when we have a a, a guy who uh, has a gun in each sleeve, in each <laughs> pant right, right, leg. Right. <laughs> you know, he's like, he opens his mouth, he's like, ah. his, <laughs> his dick is a gun. Is you, Spoiler alert. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. exactly. He, pulls out, uh, he calls that the nuke. Um, the BFD. <laughs> now, uh, he, uh, no, but, you know, it gives that kind of platform where it's just like, you know, I feel like so many people are right in the middle of that spectrum, more than the left or the right, and the most people that do say something out loud probably are also in the middle, but they just like to complain, right? They just like to say things for the same reason that people go on netflix over oh, killing thanos a sociopath okay okay we'll call him a ball chin grimace right then what do you want from us yeah. you know
2: see i didn't like that i didn't like that just because just from a like just for the movie, like the whole of him calling him a sociopath, I think takes away from the complexity of his character in the movie. And so that's, that's the only thing that I, but I'm not going to be vocal about it because I don't give a shit. It's a net. People are it's starving a, in third world It's country. a, <laughs> right. Yeah. It is a, su- it's a summary. It's a, just a little right. blip of what the movie is about. I'm not going to tweet and write about it. But now I did, I did think that was kind of like, I didn't like it for the reason that I just said, but it's not because of any other, you know, and you know, for this conversation, cause we've gotten into it, I guess like I'm, I'm a good example of this. I grew up conservative. Um, that's, you know, I, you know, followed my dad's beliefs and they were always very like factual. Like it wasn't like, you know, Oh yeah, we're conservative. It's a bad word. It was like, no, you know, it's, Everything I had reason, like it, it, all the stuff that we would talk about, like made sense to me. was very reasonable to me. Um, but as I became an adult, you know, I started leaning myself more towards the middle. Like I have conservative beliefs, but I also have very liberal beliefs. And, but again, I'm a very common sense person. I know that's a bad word nowadays, but I am a common sense person. I'm not going to riot about something that is nonsensical right. that I don't need to complain about. Um, that's just not who I'm so going to be. So boring.
1: like, <laughs> exactly. I, so
2: I, I guess I am, I guess, and most people are like that, but you do have that vocal minority that makes it worse for everyone in this conversation mm-hmm. we've heard for mm-hmm. years now, especially the whole Trump administration, but. You know, it's it's one of those that I, we'll just have to see what this is like. Right. Uh, we'll see how they handle it. And it's one of those things that... It's cancelled
1: next month I, anyway. Who I think the
2: whole... Well, yeah. well, I, I think the whole reason why they're cancelling that is because they're going to pick those back up on the Disney service. Like, I don't think they cancelled them because they were bad. Eh, at that all. is extremely Well, I mean, Jessica arguable. Jones Season 2, I heard, wasn't good. Um,
0: here, here's my worry. Here's my main worry. The last thing I'll say about it is that there are so many ways that they can f*** it up, but There is such a small window, like just such a itty bitty bitty small window that they could tell this story and not make every gun toting red blooded American absolutely pissed. I feel like there is such a tiny window every or anybody who's a Christian for that matter. You know, I'm a Christian. I believe in God and I believe in X, Y, Z there's such a small window that they, they wouldn't piss those people off that it's like, I don't know, like why, why not go with Uh something a little bit more Frank Castle? Like, I don't know. For some reason, alt-right Christian fundamentalist doesn't sound like the normal Frank Castle villain. So it just seems like go back to it. You know, someone like Jigsaw, like there's so much more that you can dig into the, you know frank castle repertoire of villains why do we have to kind of go this and make it so topical
2: that it's painful so maybe maybe to keep it grounded to maybe steer yeah. away from just doing what was in the comics
1: okay so this new villain the season two villain, it's just a villain, right? It's not the villain. Have they... Have they? I think Jigsaw's going to be See, the overall villain. that's what I think, villain. too, because he obviously... In the first season, uh, Frank's going against the main uh, uh, culprits of everything, which ultimately ended up being his, his buddy. But... Um, and then turning him into jigsaw i could see jigsaw being uh the main villain because there was also the plot line of the veteran with ptsd in the first mm-hmm. season who, who that, was was, great, had, that was a great i great bit i f- loved that bit i'm sorry you're gonna have to edit that letter. oh my god uh, so good. but i loved it that extra uh, uh sidetrack of that that veteran with a ptsd who became a terrorist because of his radical views mm-hmm. you know what i mean who's to say that yeah. this alt-right guy is it you know it I, I think – and that's another thing. If they do handle it right, maybe they aren't going to focus on it. It's just going to be just a nice little halfway season beatdown of some white supremacists. Who knows? that will make yeah. everyone happy except for white you know, supremacists and Pepe. There, there's a reason that your uh, honor meter doesn't go down when you kill the gay It's Because we all know. We all know what's right and wrong.
0: All right. I mean, so that was everything for our incoming threat. That's everything that's coming out in the month. Of, I mean, obviously, there's probably other things that I have missed. But you guys let us know what you are excited about in the comments down below or at TX3 Productions on Twitter. Um, up next, we're going to have our open discussion.
1: I'm having so much fun right now. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> definitely going to need a pop filter. Holy moly. My subject, what my open topic was, is recently the uh, uh, definitely not Kingdom Hearts 3 or Kingdom Hearts 4 theories, which uh, we'll, we'll do that later on. excitement anyway, But the uh, big deal here is, for me, Smash Bros. DLC characters potentially being leaked. Bum, bum,
2: bum. Now, is this a, is this a potential link like the Grinch leak leak, or does this have a lot it has more validity far more to it.
1: validity to it, sir? And the fact that said leaker leaked these characters ahead of time, but also uh, said Joker before Joker was announced, and also uh-huh. talked about Persona Five R. Are we going into like, like Tim Person Getty's 5, which was level of like? No, no, we're not doing it. this. Was uh, they can no? We don't do that stuff. We don't. That's not no. Um, I have my own identity. Thank you. Uh, what is going on here is not Grinch theory stuff so much as this guy simply said uh, Joker and Persona Five R, Persona and and, and Persona Five R and Joker are here now. So it's real. It's a thing. That being said, the rest of the characters that were apparently part of this uh, roster leak. Hachi from Tech. Noise. Steve
0: Ooh, that'd from be Minecraft. Good. D from Minecraft. Steve oh, said Steve. no one ever.
1: Steve. Uh Rayman from Rayman
0: Noise, 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 noise.
1: Okay, that one's a little Erdric from Dragon Quest eleven.
2: You just said gobbledygook. <laughs> I still want Master Chief.
1: Where's this? Okay, sorry, I'm reading the article uh in addition to that are Ryu uh from Ryu hayabashi from the ninja gaiden series mm, okay that's the guy in the black Ooh. right the it's the main ninja, ninja right uh, yep okay. the main ninja from ninja gaiden and very last to line up with the release of doom eternal Doom guy, the marine. Whoa! Let's
0: go. That would a be so just shoot right
1: in goddamn cool. They're f- they're friends with Bethesda now. You know, it's not it's not out of the question for them to do something like that. And I think it would be Doom guy before, say Wolfenstein. You know, um, but oh for sure, it would be Doom guy yeah. before Regently yeah, or for even sure. a, a said Dragonborn. PJ. Is that what they call him in that Skyrim? Mm-hmm. What is that game, Skyrim? Dragon. Dragonborn. Like- yeah, Dragon okay, Born. thank yeah. you, Dragonborn. Whatever Skyrim is, I don't know. I was uh, these. Say it, right? Now we were talking about it before. You're not. You don't play a ton. next Nick- Sma- Well, I mean, I know of it, of and I played.
0: I played the crap out of uh brawl. Would have been the last one I played.
1: Damn, that was a while ago. It wasn't you- a while ago. That, that was, was, was a while ago. A that little was a like- bit
0: ago. It was a it was a console ago, so and long. that console doesn't really count.
2: That was two. No, that was well, right. two I'm consoles ago. That
0: we are in the current console, so therefore, it was a console ago because it was after the you know. So,
1: duly noted. Or any of these characters? Do they do these characters mean anything to you guys? For the most part, I think Steve from Minecraft. Is right? So stupid. I
2: mean, come on.
1: So stupid. I mean,
2: but he's very much an icon. I mean, you know. I, I think I, I personally, I think that w- that one's cool. Especially, it, I'm right. curious how they're going to animate him. Are they going to animate him to be the? Da, 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 or Are they going to animate him to be like, um, like a, a, like a? <laughs> what do you think his fight, hit right? boxes like actual, are going like, to be? Anime fighter.
1: <laughs> 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 oh my god!
2: <laughs> it's like just a rectangular block. <laughs> right. Block. His no, ultimate um, is TNT. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, for me, the. With Nick, the last Smash ha! that I played was Brawl. Screw like, you, Daniel. I didn't play the Wii U Daniel. because I didn't have a Wii U. Um, but Brawl I loved, and I thought it, you know that was really fun. I wasn't going to pick up Ultimate just because I haven't been a Smash player for a long time. Um, and it's not something that I was going to purchase myself, and then I got it for Christmas. And it's very fun. Um, World of Light I'm playing through right now. Um it's kind of one of those that I'm on switch. I'm in between that and the messenger right now. So I kind of just trade back and forth in between those, but I'm not, I'm not like mainlining anything right now. I'm, I'm still in that space where I'm trying to find my main, um, so in world of light in general. Well God knows there's uh, an
1: extra 50 characters for you
2: to play. Now. Exactly. You know, exactly. So it's going to no, be, really but, wild. um, these characters, these characters, I find very interesting. Who did you hey, say Hachi. the second character Hi-hachi. was that they're, uh, Hihachi. Hihachi. Haihachi. Let me make sure I can... Hi-hachi! Hi-hachi. Hitachi. No, uh, that's that's not something that we're gonna look for right now. now. Uh,
1: keep in mind, I'm pretty sure that these are one too many characters uh from the pack because the fighter pack only included five. Uh they do not include Burr on a plant, uh, which was a pre order bonus. Um being that Haihachi, Steve, Rayman, Steve. Erdrick, uh uh, uh Ryu. And then Doomguy, that puts us at six. Doomguy. So one of these is probably- One, one of two. these things is just not g- like g- the g- other. I'm going to say Doomguy,
0: yeah. if I have to guess, because like, that's third party and that's very American, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Western. It's Western. Yeah. That is the that is the only thing that I it's think true. that it could not be Doomguy is just because the fact of when what Tim Geddes has talked it, about before and everyone else, too but hard. Tim Geddes is the one I listen to for Smash is that like they there's no like if you look at all the smash characters there's really none from a western developer. Um they're pretty much all Japanese. So I could see Doom guy not being I now I can see them because like Bethesda and Nintendo have a better relationship, have a good relationship now that they could do. Right, it. And but I think that be that being the I very would be first a very much western character, character that
0: they bring over, I feel like that would be the most unbelievable thing about it. Out of all they could have chosen, they're choosing a mature title to bring over. I don't think the very first Western character that they're going to bring to Smash, I don't think it's going to be Doom Guy, because you're well, Rayman wasn't a list. See Rayman that makes sense. List, so you could that makes that. sense, and I feel like that fits yeah. Smash in general and more than sense. Doom Guy, because if there's if, if what you're telling me is that there's six, so that means one of them might not be true. It has to be guy because it, I just don't feel like that fits because even Cloud, in a sense, fits the overall aesthetic because, you know, the original Final, Final Fantasies came out on the Nintendo. So it's like it still kind of fits in a certain way because it's like one of the most
2: favorite out of Final Fantasy in general. Now, I will say that I agree with you. I hope that it ends up being the character. I hope it ends up Hihachi ends up being the character that that's not true just because a love Tekken Hihachi never has never been my main. Yoshimuta. any of the tekkens I've played has never been my main so I could exactly exactly but no I could <laughs> no I've had some pretty bad mains for a while for Tekken, but no he's a character I don't really care about and and for me, like I don't want me personally. Not a big Smash player, so take my comment with a grain of salt. I don't want an overflood of different mm-hmm. fighter characters mm-hmm. in this game. You know, I don't... And I I, I think it'd be cool to have representation for second, because we have representation you're for about. Street Fighter. you about representation. But Why can't we see... just
0: go to the left or the right no, I'm not, and just I'm not, I'm stay not, I'm not, over I'm there? Not. Just stay not, on but your goddamn but, side. But
2: here's the thing. Like, I want interesting... I, I want very interesting characters to have a mix of to pick a, pick from 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 Smash. Um, so, Hihachi he's, he's, he's just, just a, a dude who can do lightning. Hello, and I, like, I, I don't really, so I don't really, so uninteresting. You know, if we were to have I, Yoshimitsu Mitsu, would be a great one to have for representation for Tekken. I mean, he's a very what, strange character. Swords? No, just every iteration of him <laughs> has is been it just Yoshi very Mitsubishi fantastical
1: and caliber. Is he? No. Yeah. No, well, no, no, you no, 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 no. He's from Tekken. You can't he oh, He's a well, crossover. Okay, right. Yeah, proves what I know. Which is nothing. So go right, back go. to
2: like the original Tekken and see the Yoshimitsu and the one they have now, and it's insane. Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, and, yeah. Now he has like
2: tentacles and
0: shit. it's it's a
2: little yeah. Weird. He looks like the alien from Independence Day with swords. <laughs>
1: <in the right laughs> <way>. Release me. <laughs> I would you but would know personally and you you guys are totally on a roll here, I would also far prefer I'm pretty sure people have been asking for Banjo kazooie for much longer than Steve oh, yeah, from Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. yeah, for sure. I think Steve, Steve from Minecraft.
2: I think Steve personally, I like Steve better as a character because I don't have a connection okay. with Banjo Kazooie, and I That's remember not having a child. I remember you never played banjo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I played Gex. I played Gex. I feel like I can okay. categorize for that. There no, you but, go. Um, I remember when I got uh, when I first built my PC and was playing Skyrim and was downloading all the mods. I remember the joy that I had. I uh, I have completely forgotten. I downloaded the Minecraft mod. And so, and so in the mod, you could have Steve as a companion. And so I got out of the, the entry part of the game, like, you know, after Alduin had wrecked everything and I went out into the wilderness, uh, I ran across Steve just randomly, just sitting there smithing. And I remember the joy that I felt for seeing that character. I was like, Oh, this is really fun. This is really cool and interesting. So I actually like Steve. I hope that one is true. But, um, as far as Western characters, I definitely think we would see Banjo before we would see Doom Guy.
1: That too, as well, yeah. But also, uh, you know, they make these decisions, and I think they're based on you know marketing, plain and simple. Because you look at, at yep, Doom right. Guy, they would do it right next to Doom Eternal, which is also coming out on Switch. True. Uh, Microsoft true, true. now owns Minecraft. If they're talking, if Nintendo's talking to Microsoft, and they're like, "Who can we have?" They're going, "Well, you know, we have millions and receive. millions and millions of children." who are playing Minecraft right now, and if we put their Minecraft person in Smash, how many copies of Smash are we going to sell? The answer is all of them. Everyone! (laughs) Oh, you you kids want to play Minecraft? Well, we're going to put Minecraft in Smash. There we go. Now you're going to play it. It would happen. Yeah. That's all I have to say on the matter. I wanted to bring it up. That's all I have to say. And I mean, rumors are rumors. is really not, you know, and as real as the Grinch leak seemed, it's, it sucks to be stung by the fact that it's not coming.
2: Real. Mm-hmm.
1: Seemed. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> it's all
0: rigged. Fake news.
1: Wrong. Wrong.
2: Quiet place.
0: That Eric Brogan, he does the best Donald Trump.
2: So, yeah, he does. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so, quiet place. Now we'll get into my topic, your topic, and my topic is a fun one. Yes, it is my topic. Jangle Burke. So,
1: (sighs) what the hell? Audio listeners, audio listeners, are
2: listening to headphones. I'm going to do my best not to yell in your ear, but I'm just letting you know I'm going to get mad. Okay, well, I'm going to get me made mad. Pretext. So what I want to talk bad. about is I want to talk about movie theater etiquette. That's what I want to talk about. So for context, I love Alamo Drafthouse for a lot of different reasons. One of them, it's probably one of the best movie theaters I've been to. Food's fantastic. Experience mm-hmm. is fantastic. But they mm-hmm. also have a policy where mm-hmm. if Nick, I swear to God, if you do this right now, <laughs> I'm going to get so bad. So they have a policy where if you see some, if you're on your phone or you're talking, you have two strikes on the second strike, you get kicked out without a refund. So mm-hmm. they really, really encourage any Alamo draft house. I've gone to, it's been dead silent <laughs> unless it's like a big mo- like movie event, like going to see like the force away. I didn't do this, but something along the lines of seeing in game or, or, or a massive event, you know, you'll have people yeah. cheering, but it's always silent. No one's on their phone and it's great. Now, I'm not like my mother in law. My mother in law will flat out yell at you in the movie <laughs> if you're on your phone. Like, she will, like, there was one time we were watching Star Wars and there was someone on the phone. She was like, Can you put that shit away, please? Mm-hmm. And, like, like not in a quiet Come time. On. And I appreciate that. About, I appreciate that about her. So, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I, last weekend, my wife and I went to go see Spider Verse. Now, on top of not having a great experience because the movie theater we went to, we went to what's called a studio movie grill. And it's basically like a, I don't want to say poor man's. That's really, anyway, it's basically a knockoff Alamo. It's the same concept, um, but Alamo, well, it's not discount because it's way more expensive, but (laughs) um, just their format is a lot different. Like, and at Alamo, the waiters have a specific walkway they walk on. So you really can only see like, like maybe their chest up and they're taking their order. But at, at, Nick, you're just being such a <laughs> right now. But at Studio Movie Grill, there's nothing like that. So they're just in front of you mm-hmm. when they're taking your order. So anyway, a lot of clattering going on, plates, people eating. I was like, okay, that's kind of annoying. This motherfucker to the left of me. That motherfucker. He wasn't on his phone,
0: mm.
2: and he only made a couple comments. But it was kind of one of those I was like, oh, it's not real kind of thing. And but it was very silent. That didn't bug me. What bugged me is. I guess he had his phone in his jacket or something. I don't know. His phone was not in his pocket. He had one thing that I don't like, which is when people use that flash feature on the iPhone when they have a notification. So his phone wasn't out by any means, but for the entirety of the movie, at least maybe six, seven, eight times, I would see out of my peripheral flash, flash. Oh God. Flash, flash. So I'm sitting, like I'm sitting here when we got out of the theater, I scared the out of a guy who was walking into the theater because i was talking to my wife as we went to the car and i was like who if you're going okay this is where i'm yelling if you're going to a movie and you know you're going to a movie and your phone's not going to be in your pocket turn the flash off like i don't understand why you think that's a good idea no one gives a if you get a text message when we're seeing a movie literally no one Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I'm sitting I'm I, the, that was verbatim. I'm yelling in the parking lot about this cuz I was so angry about it. Movie was fantastic. I want to see it again in a better light so I can maybe experience it better. <laughs> don't you but mean without it, the light? Without the, exactly. Yeah. But it's one of those things I was like, I don't understand people's perceptions of movies to be that oh, I'm just it's just like I'm watching a movie at home on the couch. I can just talk and do whatever. Right. No, you're paying Netflix to sit in a chilling, dark theater my with my everyone gosh. else don't talk. Don't be on your phone. Don't be that asshole. That's like, Oh, I don't care about anybody else. I'm just going to put my phone on bright and just watch, like watch my text messages and check Twitter. And it's like, no, like it's 2019 now. How is it that people are still this stupid to not have common decency to just sit there in silence for a couple hours. Now when my wife and I first got together, I'm not talking about you. So don't worry. (laughs) when my wife and i first got together woman uh (laughs) if we went to go see a movie that she wasn't interested in and this is just her like if we watch something she's not super interested in she'll like check her phone to to keep herself kind of awake because if she doesn't like she'll just lose like focus anyway so she would like i think we went to go see batman versus superman and she wasn't into it at all so she would like look down every now and then but like very casually i couldn't see her phone Until I like looked over to see what she was doing. So she would do that. But even now she doesn't do that. Like she, she understands like, I'm just going to, you know, watch the movie. So like, that's my question is why is it that people still don't understand how to act when you go to see a movie? It just, it, it makes zero sense to me. Zero sense to me.
0: I mean, you being from Texas, I especially don't understand how this. I'm from Texas. So, being from Texas, what I really don't understand is how these people are able to get away with it. You know. I'm Why? Because a- we have guns? Yeah! <laughs> 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 I don't understand. <laughs> wow. What an assumption. You piss off the right person, and it's just downhill from there. I'd be surprised if it didn't have yeah. two guns I'm on it. i like down under, but. I'm just. I'm don't. just saying, I'm just saying, adult. I'm just saying, everything's big in Texas. So if you're going to get a big, or if you're going to be a big dick in a movie theater, you're going to get a big fist to the side of your face.
1: That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's interesting. Yeah, because, I, I, yeah, one would think that uh, I feel like people in Texas are standoffish. For that reason, that's the only impression I've gotten mm-hmm. from the ones that have moved here to where I am at in Denver, Colorado. I don't want to judge, I'm sure. I mean, you know, so far, so good with Nate.
2: I'll be I'll be honest with you. Whenever I went to Denver. Everyone was high? We went to, <laughs> no, 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 no. We went to, including me, no. Whenever we went to Denver, uh we went at the time that there was that rodeo uh festival going Had on. Had to have a reason and to so, come out, huh? Well, no, no, being from Texas, even my wife and I both were like, this is literally the most cowboy hats we've seen because we, really? they were, <laughs> a lot of them were on the same wow. flight we were on and so we're like Fuck, are we we're all right. moving to Colorado right now? <laughs> um, so, but but yeah, no, like I, I get what you're saying as far as like you know the standoffishness, but no, it's 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 I honestly I feel like I've seen it worse here and like because I live I live close to a place called Shreveport in Louisiana because we're we're right <gasps> near the that's Bullard, where I was born. Oh, really? Yeah, I was born in Shreveport. So, now, Shreveport, I've had the worst... Shreveport, as a city, I can't stand. And, like, the mindset of everyone, I well, can't I stand. So, anytime I eyes. see a movie there... <laughs> anytime I see a movie there, it is t- exponentially worse than, than whenever I see one in Texas. But... um mm-hmm. I feel like I've witnessed it worse here than I have in other places when I went to go see a movie. But I know it's a widespread thing of people don't know how to not be
0: in. No, asshole.
1: it's a but problem. Yeah, no, I,
2: it's a big.
0: Well, big, and I mean, big, like, how expensive problem. it is? Is it to actually go there? Like, how much do you spend just for a ticket?
1: So,
2: well, for oh, for Studio Movie Grill, like, I the reason why I said it was expensive was the movie itself only cost nine bucks to see it to to go to the movie. Okay, so that's not. But bad. we spent in in food appetizer, and then we both got excuse oh god that was bad we both got an alcoholic beverage and we spent about 60 bucks in total um to go to just a regular movie theater matinee is like seven bucks but um, it's anywhere between 10 to if you're seeing imax like 18 mm-hmm. and then concessions are if we get a large drink and large popcorn it's normally like I think another 25 bucks. Okay. So for us to go see a movie, like if we're going to go see something at IMAX, it's a $40 experience. Right, <sighs> right. Well,
0: the reason I asked is because we kind of have the same thing where like you can drink at your table or whatever, but it's like cut off from the rest of the theater. So like normal, normal tickets would be, let's say $10, I think is probably 10 or 10 50 or you know whatever is the average here in idaho but to get those over 21 seats where you know they're like first class where you know you have more inches around you you don't have to be you know smushed up right against somebody but to get those i want to say they're anywhere from three to five dollars extra i want to say three because i don't think they're that much extra but anyways for the sake of argument, we're going to say three to $5 extra. So that's why I asked Mm -hmm. because a typical place where it's like really high end movie theater, you have to pay extra to go there. So that's, that was my main reason for asking. I mean, either way, even if literally the guy just spent $9 to go there, it's still like you are paying money. If, if all you're going to do is look at your phone, then just pirate the movie. Not that I would encourage that, but pirate the movie and watch it on your damn phone at home. Why pay money yeah. to go piss people off, you know? And I mean, like, even even not being from Texas or whatever, it's just like, how do
2: people get away with that? Like, I... If you're with my mother-in-law, you <laughs> don't get away with it. <laughs> uh... Where was she born? Um, just because people, uh, uh, she was actually born in Germany. She was a ah! Germanie brat. Well, I'm not going to um, go there. <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, she. Um, but how do people get away with it? I don't know. It's because most people don't. Most people don't care enough to say yeah. something about it. And I am one of those people because I don't like confrontation. So like, unless it's like, I legitimately was going to say something because I kept seeing the flash, and I. But at the same time I'm like I'm just going to sit here and enjoy this movie but we actually had an experience in Louisiana that wasn't phone related and this was just a this was just a shot like a random thing we went to go see Black Panther and I was already I am a very I'm a movie snob especially when it comes to theaters and so when we sat down and if you guys have seen Black Panther the beginning of the movie takes place at night like it's in this in the setting when they're in um Oakland and we're sitting here watching it and I'm like is this I was like, baby, does this look really dark to you? Like, the screen looks really dark. Such a racist. And she was like, she was like, uh, I mean, I don't know. It looks normal to me. I'm like, okay. And I was like, all right, that's a little annoying. Then there was a guy to the left of me, like, probably four seats away, that decided it was a good idea. And he thought the movie was so funny that he would narrate the movie. Like, after someone would say a line, he would, like, someone would say... Like, you know, for Wakanda. And he'd be like, <laughs> for Wakanda. And I'm like, and literally every line, every line he would do it. And I'm like, all right, baby, I'm about to lose my shit and That was the first time I've ever walked out of a Marvel movie. And I was like, we have to leave because I'm going to lose my shit. And so we left. End up seeing it again later, but that was that was one experience I've had like that, and it wasn't anything to do with phones. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, phones, of course, are the biggest one. It, it's and, and that's what my argument is, is why pay up to, especially if you're going to see an IMAX movie, why pay $18 for a ticket for you to be on your phone? Mm-hmm. Even, like, why pay $18 for a movie you might not even be interested in? Like, I can understand for a date, maybe. Yeah, right, like, right. oh, hey, this girl wants to go see this, I'll pay money to go see it. But if you're, like, just... I don't
0: know. Um, I mean, pay attention to your goddamn date. I mean, like, people why would care. you want to give that
2: impression to people? You know, or to a person. Well, see, I I have done things. I have done things before where I really wanted to see the movie. I didn't f- pay attention to my date because I was really <laughs> into the movie. But I wasn't the asshole who was on my phone while she was watching. Sure. Fortnite. Well,
1: I mean, there are so many people. The issue with with phones is that phones are phones, right? Uh, so many people will probably go home turn on Netflix, Wait, on. but they're gonna they're gonna phones you know... or phones, yeah, I mean what uh phone addiction is an issue. And people who can't get off their phones, you know, are obviously a problem. I don't – you know, the, the screen brightness – if you want to be on your phone, be on your phone. Turn down the screen brightness. You don't have to blind right. the person exactly. next to you or exactly. behind you. We can see it. It shines up as bright as a flashlight. And especially, in your, you know, in your situation, Nate, that day it was blowing up and uh, uh, that flash is a literal flashlight. It is a literal camera flash. Yeah like the one that went off at the end of the jungle book because a nice lady decided to take a picture of her daughter in front of the audience crowd that's f-ing, i would have that's one of those situations
2: i would have been like this girl was probably probably a child i would have been like are you f-ing no
1: the kidding mother me right took now. a picture <laughs> of her
2: child
1: yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying.
2: What I'm saying. Yeah, right. But I'm saying I would have uh, cussed like cussed. That movie oh, no, was probably I packed with kids. Loud. I, I would said, have been I that said, 1%. are
1: you kidding me? It was the end of the like they had just uh, uh, finished Shere Khan, whatever. How Jungle Book usually ends? Kid walks, uh, you know, they uh, Mowgli safe, and <laughs> it's the end of the movie. Spoiler yeah, alert uh, for a, a three-year-old movie. Um, yeah, so they, well, take 50, they take a picture. They take a picture. Flash goes off. One of the many, many experiences. Of, of Colorado movie theater going, I do the same thing. I wonder if it happens more to us, and before I get off on a, on a tirade here of uh, all these crazy things that have happened to me in a movie theater, I wonder if mm-hmm. it is – with the texting, first of all, and the phone addiction, there was the the part where AMC was considering a texting section. Of the theater to appeal to millennials to get kids what to go the? to the movies more. I'm not sure if you guys mm. ever remember Or this.
2: just do what Drafthouse does and say, if you're on your phone, get off or you well, will get Well, sure, be but Jesus. AMC right. was
1: literally considering a policy to allow texting in the theater. It got shot down real quick, and they you know made, quickly They're made gone, a public yeah. announcement within two days saying, yo, we're not, no, we're not doing this. If you're going to the movie, watch the movies. You know what I mean?
2: If you can't tell, I'm very much in the ballpark. Ball For example, the whole Jack White controversy that happened a couple of years ago with the, hey, we're going to take your phones away at the concert so you can yeah. enjoy the concert. Yeah, I'm cool same. with that. I'm great same. with that. Put your phones away. You know, it's, it, I, you're, you're very How much you right. And I understand, that that's where, I understand that that's where a lot of lighters, just go traditional. Start a fire, <laughs> that's where a lot of the problem... A lot of problem lies yeah. with his cell phone addiction because nowadays people are used to, hey, I'm going to put a movie on on the TV or on Netflix and I'm just going to be on my phone and watch the movie at the same time. I understand that that's a thing nowadays, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I wish movie theaters would be more stringent on that policy. I, I don't want someone to watch us the entire time while we're watching a movie and meter that, but I would like something then that's why like i said and if i you know where where you live that i would only go to draft house because we went to the draft house uh over there but we only have here i mean we have a lot of movie theaters here but draft house uh is not in our town so if i could exclusively go there i would do that because then that's guaranteed i'm gonna have a good movie experience yeah, every yeah definitely
1: time I go. and and with a you know uh uh Nick is also correct about the way. (laughs) Goddamn right. Why not just, you know, I wouldn't say pirate so much as if you're going to be on your phone, stay home and watch a Netflix. Why would you pay to go sit in a room and be on your phone? Why would you do that? Makes no sense. I've got a lot of stories because believe it or not, it's going to get out of hand very quickly. Uh, Watch timers. Losing my mind. I made friends with a high school kid, a youngin. at my first viewing of Avengers Infinity War. Kid put his arms up at the appearance of a certain character. I had to reach over, grab his arms, pull them down because someone was trying to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so that was me doing this all to the person behind me. Uh, 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 <laughs> people explaining to other people what's going on in movies because they haven't seen it. Rogue One, lots of explainers. Oh God. Uh, yeah, it was a problem. Um, Rich from When Daniel Met Rich in Excitement Inc. turned up and turned around at the beginning of of Avengers Infinity War to let a lady know that uh, she would not be talking about what color they're painting their house during the movie. <laughs> uh, he said he didn't care and he didn't care to hear it and she would be quiet and boy did she shut up there was a guy behind me who repeated every line of the most re- recent uh, Terminator to come out
2: uh, <laughs> well see that's acceptable because Terminator is such a trash fire right now that I would need to explain right. what was going <laughs> on yeah. that one they should have like, they should, you know how they have intermissions mm-hmm. in long movies for any Terminator movie coming out they should have a intro part where it's like hey everybody we're gonna give you a little bit before the movie starts to explain to everyone that's watching what the f*** is going on in these movies. That is acceptable.
1: That one's acceptable. I'm not going to argue about that And to cap it all all off, uh, my, my most, oh man, this is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me in a movie theater. At the end of A Quiet Place, which I hope you guys have seen and everyone has seen, a uh, phenomenal movie, phenomenal movie, best viewed in almost absolute silence. So I waited a very very long time to go see it and I had an empty theater to myself
2: and my nice. wife so we could
1: watch this movie and um before what the the most penultimate moment of the entire movie which all happens probably in a matter of 20 minutes if not 15, a lady comes in with a large fresh soda and a large bag of popcorn to watch the end of the movie before her starts. What? And begins the... munching loudly in the seat next to us. In an empty That's, a, that's theater.
2: An, that's another thing, too. When you're in an empty movie theater, sit somewhere else. Don't sit in front of me if I'm the only one in the movie theater. Like, that seems like such an asshole move. Like, anytime that happens to me, because that's happened before, it makes me feel like people are like, I'm just going to sit in front of this guy I, and just say, fuck it. Oh, am I six
1: foot seven? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mad. <laughs> I was so mad that the entire experience of A Quiet Place the first time was blown. I went straight to management. I said, find that bitch because she went into that theater that I'm sure she did not pay to be in and eject her for being in the wrong place. I was that spiteful and that mad, which yeah, I rarely do things yeah. like this. I rarely go to management, but man, was I so mad. Especially, I waited two, three weeks of avoiding spoilers, of like trying to avoid things to get into a quiet place. And then that's that happened. That's But that's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it to the point that I'm just kind of like, maybe I'll just stop going to the theaters. And then I remember movies, and I'm like, nope, can't not do it. Yeah, can't not do it. <laughs> so, uh, man, I'm glad you brought that up, because Jesus. <laughs>
2: This has been a tangent episode. Yes, this is
1: completely. Just They're been better a tangent
0: that episode. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, that's, that's what we do
1: here. We just tend. What everyone does on their podcasts. All conversate. The time. BFD.
2: BFD. 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 Let's finish it off strong, Nick. What is
0: your topic? My topic. My. To- Let me f- tell you what my topic is. What is our most anticipated of the year? So. Like I don't know. Let's say one one video game, one one uh, movie. How about that?
2: Oh, movie's gonna be hard, but sure, I'll play your game. You play my game.
0: Uh, I gotta go first. I gotta go first. Okay. Um, I think right now, if I had to choose for video game, I'd have to say Days Gone. Um, I'm really excited okay. for Resident Evil Two. I'm cautiously optimistic about um the division and i am keeping a extremely watchful eye on anthem for f***ing sure but looks fun days gone i don't need to be told anything about it i don't need to see one more second of promotional stuff i am so ready for that game open world zombie game. I get to go around on my, you know, metal horse (laughs) and I get to keep my things on it and, you know, survival. Oh my God. Like I'm just so ready for that game. And the fact that we, we get it right near the beginning, like I'm almost kind of maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm almost kind of hoping it's the same caliber as God of War. Like, I don't think you can go that far, but just the same ballpark because God of War came out very early in the year. And so I'm kind of hoping that that is kind of PlayStation's MO put out something really good at the beginning of the year. And I mean, it could happen. I mean, this is. um, Oh just blanked on the studio name what's the studio name for days gone yeah sony bend sony bend okay i i (laughs) i knew it start i knew it started with like sony you know whatever anyways um but they've been they've been at it for a while now and like they haven't really put out anything in a while and i really hope that it's kind of like um it's kind of like God of War, where it's like we haven't really seen anything mainstream from them, and I think it was really because they were really working on it. And so I kind of hoping we get the same thing from it. And yeah, as far as games, that's just that's the main thing I'm looking forward to. There we go.
1: Should I go because I want to be sandwiched so, in between you yeah,
2: guys? Go for it. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Go. Yes. Get sandwiched You will be the cream feeling guys. to our warriors. in between.
1: The crunchy lettuce of the, the, uh, BLT. I don't know. Mayonnaise. Uh, my my most anticipated game. I would I would say The Last of Us Part Two, but it's not confirmed for 2019 yet. Um, it could very well be early 2020. Right, so right, for right, that right. reason, I'm gonna have to say Gears Five. Purely ooh. because uh, was Gears Four, Gears good? 4 Was It was safe. They played it safe. It was definitely very good. It had a plot twist at the end, and Gears 5 is definitely going to go into the characters. It's going to develop on – it's got the main character is involved in that twist of Gears 5, and it looks like uh, this is going to be kind of a a swan song for them to take these characters and, and make it more about them than the world that they live in. Uh, give the character some really interesting choices to make. And I think ultimately is going to set up for a crazy, crazy ass year six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why that's it for me. If not the last of us too. noise. So. All,
2: All right. right, Mr. Nate, what's your beach gang? So I am excited for days gone. Um, I'm kind of with you, Nick. There's not a lot in 2019 that I'm very much looking forward to. I'll that I'll, Except for maybe Jedi Fallen Order, but that even that doesn't even have an, a, a release right. date What um, is that? Gabe? The one that I th- oh god, I don't know. I want it to be so good. I want it to be thirteen, yep. thirteen Jedi. Anyway, um, the one that I got to say that I'm probably the most excited about, surprisingly, if you've been a TX3 listener for a while now, is Far Cry New Boo.
1: Dawn. It's fine.
2: So I'm ex- I'm excited for it because in in you know Daniel, you may not know, but. We, me and, he, me and Nick were both very disappointed by Five, mm-hmm. like a lot of mm-hmm. other people were.
1: Like
2: but same, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the gall, I appreciate the co- cojones on them to double down on the controversial ending that a lot of people didn't like, and make something different out of it. Make it like a Rage. St- Actually, the joke from all of these games, because Rage 2 is coming out this year also, is, uh, oh, I, we saw a lot of Borderlands 3 games coming out this year. Um, yeah new dawn looks very interesting it looks more like the far cry that i love i have to agree and i'm i'm hoping i'm i'm very much hoping that it it is because it's it's going to be a supplemental thing it's only going to be about 40 bucks but it's going to basically be a full story um i think it's going to be something similar to um what was the uncharted for lost legacy i think it's going to be something like that it looks Um, fun so it does. It looks very good, and it, it, like I said, it looks like the Far Cry that I love. Yeah. You know, Far Cry Five, I think, was too much of an experiment that I don't think worked as well. It became well, kind so. of
1: bland because, I mean, there was such a yeah. vert- Verticality so. to Madagascar as well as the Himalayas for uh, uh, three and four, and then even you know just obviously what was uh, primal. I have to agree with you that it definitely looks like they're capitalizing on that ending. The BFFFF Joe and I just beat Far Cry Five, actually, like within oh, the last week, or so, yeah, which was highly yeah. interesting. It wasn't as angry, uh, it wasn't as anger-inducing of an ending when you know New Dawn is coming. I feel like because what's the point of these choices that's when fa- you're not even going to be able? To, you know, that's a fair. Jacob I mean for being the crazy he is
0: I mean I do I do I I do like Nate you know the fact that they're sticking with it does make it interesting in the fact that oh okay but um right when when we did like our spoiler cast of um Far Cry 5 on new Hope, Hope County radio we kind of pitched like our idea of like well where could Far Cry stop? six go and we talked about in apocalyptic world. And so it was very, you know, kind of similar, but one of the things we kind of talked about is it would have been interesting to see the beginning of an apocalypse. Cause there's so many out there where it's like years after apocalypse and setting it mm-hmm. like 17 years after the apocalypse isn't fresh anymore. It's been done so many times that it's like, well, who the hell cares? who cares that it's 17 years after it and in fact like one of the main one of the main things i find interesting is that primal came out and then everybody got pissed off that it was basically just the same map from 4 but now it's back in the bc whereas this one like i guess they quote unquote learned their lesson and they just outright said yes this is the same map from 5 You know, but that also kind of bugs me. I know that you're going to have missions where you go to a completely separate map or whatever, and you know, good for them for at least doing that. But still, it's like I'm—I don't know.
2: I'm just not that excited. What I'm the most excited about is what what I'm most excited about is the little things. Like, for example, one of the characters you would like little things, wouldn't um, you? Guns. (laughs) 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 What's going to be one of your guns for hire? I think is Nick's daughter. Yeah, right. right, Right. Or Nick's child. So the fact that again, they're doubling down on that story that they, that they made. And then to top it all off, when they showed the trailer at the game awards, the the end of the trailer to be Jacob seed going pretty much not verbatim, but pretty much going pretty sure I f***ed up like that, that might be something interesting that they, that, I would love to see of maybe you team up with him to, to fix yes. this. I mean, yes. I, I think there's a lot of stuff that I think this could, it's, it's interesting, but here's my
0: problem: my for they're what, going with the whole months. neon colors or whatever, but that's what rage is doing. So I know that and both of these, they're doing Rage, 2, before rage in, Two does. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but that's, what's confusing is that like, I know that these were most likely in development at the same time. So it's not like, Far Cry saw what Rage was doing and then decided to, you know, change the color palette or something. But still it's like in I'm more excited for Rage Two than I am Far Cry five two. It's just it I liked Rage Two. It was very much uh underappreciated, and it was just a good game that maybe just didn't live up to its potential. So now here we have Rage Two, which very well could hopefully subvert expectations and kind to kind of hopefully live up to the expectations that we were hoping for for the first one and the fact that you know we're getting it we're just we're getting a new look at it i i like that whereas like far cry like one of the things that they, I, they've said several times in like their promotion is like we're finally going to apocalypse. Nobody fucking asked you to go to apocalypse, <laughs> okay? Like you don't have some <laughs> like golden fucking ticket where now you're allowed to go to the apocalypse and now you're allowed to do it just because you completely blew up the whole fucking world in the most shittiest fucking way. Doesn't suddenly excuse you to now go to the apocalypse? So, like. And- still it
1: is it is definitely getting worn down this idea of, of a colorful apocalypse at the yeah. end of the day it was always Borderlands that did it first I don't know if you guys right. I just give you guys a link here. Hashtag first uh, I don't know if you guys remember the first Game Informer uh, edition that covered Borderlands but Border oh, yeah before it was Borderlands um, changed so much during mm-hmm. its development and it did eventually become the cell shaded Um, it wasn't even cell shaded initially the entire art changed and it became oh, yeah, colorful know, right? you know um, and everyone just loved that aesthetic, and it did take off. But you know, yeah, between New Dawn beating Rage two to Rage two, which I'm sure they're so mad about. <laughs> oh God, they, have <laughs> they be. must be furious. Um, it's just not, you know, it's not panning out. I think for this, I don't blame you for being just so pfft about it, Nick, because. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't make the the lack of a pop filter noticeable, I did just now. <laughs> um, but you know, you get there, and you make it uh, uh, what you. can't can. And don't get mad because there's a warthog you can tame Called Horatio
0: Horatio
1: <laughs> I should
0: call him Horatio And he will be my friend Um. Alright so movies What movies Are you most Excited for Let's start with Daniel Episode this nine.
1: time Episode 9 obviously Star Wars Episode really? 9 I, I can't wait to yes, see how you. JJ thank Basically you. makes Come it
2: on. A dream, and eight never happened. Eight, okay. Daniel, we're going to have you back on at some point to talk about Star Wars. Just we're going to have to do it because I already feel like it's going to happen.
1: It's okay. I have a Last uh, Jedi catch uh, up on excitement you guys can go listen to and find out.
2: (laughs) So here's the thing. Nick, we're going to fight about this till our dying breaths. Episode eight deserves to be there. Episode eight is I'm, I'm totally fine with it. If the prequels, if episode one and two could be a part of the star Wars universe, episode eight could be a part of the star Wars universe. Mm -hmm, Simple as mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. Okay. There's so anyway, we'll get into that at a later date, but why are you excited for episode nine? Just ballpark.
1: Because of the way they, they took every expectation of the star Wars universe and turned it right on its head Mm -hmm. and made all these, Oh man, Luke wasn't Luke. What if Darth Vader killed the emperor? and the Empire strikes back and took control of the universe, that is what is happening in Episode 9, is mm-hmm. Kylo Ren is that that version of Luke that did go dark and is now going full dark he is that version of Darth Vader who said screw you Emperor, and he's taking it and he's destroying it, and making it much you know, making it his own thing and for saying uh, you know, literally saying metaphorically and literally, let it die uh, it is going to be very good for let that reason let it
0: like. let it die We're-
1: yeah, exactly, right? But um,
2: We're going to see the Knights of Ren. That's what I'm super excited <laughs> about. Is. That's a storyline since The Force Awakens. Where, yeah,
0: um, we're totally going to see the Knights of Ren, and it's all going to make sense, Nate.
1: It will. Yeah, uh, it. Gives them a reason to give Rey a double-bladed lightsaber, because <laughs> she's going to have a lot of fighting to do.
0: Yeah.
2: I just hope they don't give her a pike. Like, I think they might the because the it's a pike different, kid? but... <laughs> A pike. A pike no, is it's the, a it's like reference. a it's movie reference. Move on. Like a pike on.
1: saber. It's a BFD. Okay. okay. BFD,
0: <laughs> Um. So my, I think the one I'm most anticipating is obviously the Lion King. I mean, I can't wait for them to completely mutilate my childhood. I mean, they've already done it a couple times. They might as well do it with the Lion King and the Madden. Am I right? Oh if my God, Blue Will Smith! Effect, that's what I'm eat. excited for, people. Blue Will Smith. I mean, eat my buddy here because he. Blue lives matter. So that's what Mind I'm. Can. Oh, that means something else. <laughs> 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 Anyways, what I'm really excited about is actually in game. Um, the way they set up, obviously in Infinity War. Oh my God, I mean it's been said to death, but obviously ten freaking years, seventeen freaking movies and it's all leaning it's never ever been done before and it was done afterwards but obviously so I mean we have that and just where we were left off in Infinity War figuring out what happens now being able to meet uh Ronan now because now we Hawkeye's like alter ego or whatever oh like I'm God. excited to figure that because oh. obviously went down his kids are gone. His wife is gone. He is damaged goods. Or maybe, maybe, maybe his wife is still here, but his kids are gone. And so he just went on a fucking rampage and his wife's still off somewhere, but she's like PTSD and shit. like, I cannot wait to see what they, cause they could have not, they honestly don't know how they could have handled it better in infinity war. And so to figure out what they have planned next and everything like oh,
2: oh. To add on to that, <laughs> they they set expectations so well for in game with the trailer. That trailer was perfection. The tr- just to show that everything is desolation and everyone is like mm-hmm. separated. It, it if they would have done a typical Marvel trailer, I probably would have been like, oh. But that trailer was something very mm-hmm. very special, and it sets my they expectations They did name the snap as the decimation
1: the as well. It was literally yep. called the decimation. Yep.
2: The- of yep. Smog. So, of Smog. So, so here's the thing. And, and Nick, I, I do at some point want to do an episode where we talk about movies because I have never been this excited for a year of movies as I Sammy. am now. Like, I'm looking at the list and I cannot pick one, but I will. So, because both of you picked Episode 9 and mm-hmm. Endgame, mm-hmm. the one that I'm going to pick Shazam is going to be Damn. Toy Story 4. <laughs> Toy Story 4, like I said at the top in that, earlier in the episode, Toy Story is one of my favorite yeah, animated or, or one of my favorite Pixar movies of all time. I love the series. 3 made me cry, not once, but twice. Well, yeah, you're a little bitch. Thanks. Um I am a little I bitch, was on a date. But little but bitch, three, little bitch. 3, Why
0: are you so three was
2: was something that was Very special because it wasn't what I expected at all. You know, to come in and be like, "Oh, this is another movie," and it's like, "Oh no, this movie's dark and depressing." As did you see the movie? Did you see the video
0: on YouTube where somebody edited Toy Story to end at the furnace? Yes, yes, I did,
2: I did, I did. (laughs) That is Uh, so cruel. But so I don't know what four is going to be about at all, and Mm -hmm. I I don't want to. I want to go in and. completely see it fresh but when i see things like both woody allen not woody allen i combined both of them together uh, <laughs> <laughs> when i see tim allen and tom hanks funny. talk about how they couldn't get through the last scene of the movie because it made them so
1: emotional i'm like i am going to ball it's my true. eyes out. we right. talked about it on our show too it looks like it's going to be it's they true. have to when you think about it you've got toy story 3 going into toy story 4 and there were such uh, 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 it was such an emotional roller coaster uh watching toy story 3 they wouldn't do it if they couldn't do it again you know
2: that being said I ah. want to give a shout out to to that being said I want to give a shout out to Hellboy and Zombieland 2 two movies that oh, I come on rock my uh, expectations
1: yeah if we're doing oh, honorable man. mentions Detective Pikachu yeah. oh, oh yes. Yes. yeah yeah. I
0: forget I can, I can get oh, on that same, hype train same. That's,
1: I'm not even a big Pokemon
0: fan and I can definitely get on that hype train same.
2: I love pocket monsters Pac-Man You like their Pokemon. I like that Pokemon. in your packet. Make them battle
0: each other. To the death. I don't know why I'm going Australian. All day I've been going Australian. I like it Dan Ender. That's why um so anyways all right and so that's going to be the show why don't you go ahead and sign off let everybody know where they can find you where they can find your uh content and your podcast
1: so we have two shows on all the podcast streaming services those are excitement inc that's your nerd centric pop culture podcast and then we have when daniel met rich that's the one i don't want my grandma to listen to but apparently she does and, uh, man, uh, something for the grandma. Yeah, I she might grandma, no! Too. Holy moly. And uh, you can find us on all the social medias uh, via Excitement Inc. Additionally, reach out to us. We'll say hi. Email us. We'll answer questions. All of the fun things. And thank you guys very much again for having me on.
0: Definitely. I liked having you on. We'll have to have you on again. Maybe we'll be a little bit mo- more movie centric. We'll have to have a nice discussion about. Eight. Star Wars, and we
2: can f***ing put Nick in his place!
0: Right! F-ing because that happens. I don't know. The last Jedi All was All right, so thank bad. you so much for joining us, Daniel. And that's going to be it for us here at Nerd to the Third. Thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure to go to our Twitter at TX3Productions or our YouTube at ThreatX3Productions. And if you just add at Gmail to ThreatX3Productions, that's our email. You can contact us any one of those ways. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to Nerd to the Third, where you can always talk nerdy to me.